for Joyce and Heart Ministries. We hope everyone is having a great day. This is Robin Donnellitwin here to encourage you with the Word of God. Today we have a teaching about Jesus being the only way to get saved. Our reading is from the Gospel according to John, chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Today's teaching is called, You Can't Do It. These verses from the Gospel according to John were written as a quote right from Jesus' mouth. John chapter 3 verse 16 is one of the most quoted verses in the whole Bible, and rightfully so. Jesus was telling everyone that God loved everyone so much that he gave up the only son he had, Jesus, as a sacrifice for the whole world to be delivered from sin, death, and destruction. Jesus continued on to confirm his purpose for coming into the world by repeating that God sent him to save the world. Jesus made it very clear that God didn't send him into the world to condemn people. He did it to save them. If you look closely at John chapter 3, verse 17, you'll see that Jesus said that the world through him might be saved. It doesn't say they will be saved. There is one requirement to receive Jesus' salvation. You have to believe that he came to save you. Every person has to make their own personal choice to believe Jesus came and gave you salvation by dying on the cross and rising again. This is the only way you can receive Jesus' gift of salvation. Paul explained this plainly in his letter to the Romans, chapter 10, verse 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. You can only be saved by faith in what Jesus did. Nothing you do yourself will save you. If you believe you can live a good enough life to receive God's gift of salvation, consider this. Do you do everything perfectly? To be saved by yourself, you have to do everything perfectly. Everything. I always use the example of driving the speed limit. Do you ever, unintentionally, go over the speed limit when you are driving? That is breaking the law. You just can't be perfect. Humble yourself right now, accept it, and receive Jesus. Even if you only use the Old Testament law and Ten Commandments as your measuring stick, you can't do it. There are 613 laws written in the Old Testament and Ten Commandments. Do you keep all of them perfectly? I know you can't. Nobody can. Romans chapter 3 verse 23 confirms that you can't. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Did you know that there's even a law about how to dispose of your own bodily waste? The Old Testament law was written with the purpose of making it impossible for you to keep it and you can't. Nobody can. That's why you need Jesus. The Apostle James explained in his letter how you have to be perfect in every law Chapter 2, verse 10. For whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. This verse from James makes it obvious that you cannot keep the whole law. Now that you know that you cannot keep the whole law to get saved on your own goodness, put your faith into what Jesus has done. Reflect on Jesus' life and purpose here on earth for a moment. God sent Jesus, his only son, to save you. Jesus lived a selfless, sinless, perfect life fulfilling the whole Old Testament law for you and me. If you don't believe and accept this and think it's something you do that gets you saved, you are absolutely wrong and need to change how you see eternity for yourself. Consider this. Have you ever wondered if you are good enough to go to heaven? You are not. I have asked hundreds of people the question, are you going to heaven? And I've gotten many different responses. 
Most people answer like this, well, I think I am, but I'm not sure, or I think I'm a good person. Some even compare themselves to all the people and nonsense going on in the world today. I immediately tell them, it doesn't matter how good you are that determines if you're going to heaven. It's what Jesus did that gives you the right to go to heaven. I explain that Jesus did everything to get you into heaven. All you have to do is believe and receive that he did it, and you will go to heaven. Many people have been brought up in that law mentality where they have to be a good person to be saved. Many people have confessed Jesus as their Lord and Savior and still do not understand what it means. They think it's their performance that gets them saved. It's not your performance. It's only Jesus that gets you saved. Jesus said it himself in the Gospel according to Mark chapter 16, verse 16. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believes not shall be damned. Here Jesus said that anyone that doesn't believe will live in eternal suffering separated from God. Consider these statements by Jesus next time you are thinking about your own eternity. Do you want to have Jesus' salvation or do you want the alternative, which is eternal suffering separated from God? That's an easy question to answer. Jesus is always the answer. In closing, if you are still not convinced that you are not good enough to get saved, here's a verse to meditate on that will change your thinking. Paul's letter to the Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Paul stated very clearly right here that your salvation is through grace and not by the works you do. It is the gift of God. Remember this, God so loved the world that he gave his only son, the perfect sacrifice, the greatest gift ever given, Jesus, for you to be saved. Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you for giving us Jesus, the gift of salvation. Because you gave the world your only son Jesus to save us, please open the eyes of everyone in this world to understand that Jesus is the only way to be saved. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Thank you for listening to Rejoicing Heart today. If this teaching has blessed you, please consider becoming a monthly partner to help us increase the ways we are proclaiming the word of God. This is easy to do. Just visit our website at rejoicingheart.net. We thank you for your support. We leave you with more encouragement from the Apostle Paul from Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice.